Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you today by Rock Auto. Rock Auto has amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Also, tell your smart device, play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. So, we've gone through opening day and it, it hardly went without a blip. Uh, let's start uh, with who didn't play. Juan Soto, the star young outfielder for the Washington Nationals. Uh, it was announced yesterday afternoon that uh, he tested positive for the coronavirus. And so now, while the rest of baseball holds its collective breath, hoping that Soto didn't affect others or too many others, uh, Andrew Stevenson moved into the starting lineup in left field for the Nationals uh, against the Yankees. In 189 career plate appearances prior to this season, Stevenson has hit 241 with a 625 OPS, so fantasy owners can uh, calm down. There's no big rush to grab Andrew Stevenson off the waiver wire. But much bigger issue is that Soto, a, a possible MVP candidate in the National League, is now going to be sidelined for presumably a couple of weeks uh, while he recovers from the virus. And a bigger issue even than that is whether or not this has potential to you know, spread right through uh, baseball because... Between Soto taking the test and Soto getting the results of the test, uh, he obviously interacted with uh, a bunch of teammates, and um, that runs the risk of spreading it far and wide. So we will we will see how that plays out, but that was uh, an inauspicious beginning to the 2020 Major League Baseball season, and sadly, uh, it wasn't at all unpredictable. I think something people had feared uh, right from the get-go, and to have that happen right off the the start before the first game, the first pitch was even thrown, that, that's not a great sign. But uh, th- that wasn't the only star player uh, to suddenly be out of the lineup on opening night, and that also Dodgers starting pitcher Clayton Kershaw put on the injured list with a back problem. And fortunately, the Dodgers are the kind of team that can uh, withstand injuries like this, and so they have Dustin May moved into the rotation. They, they were having trouble finding a spot for May in the rotation, theoretically, and uh, Kershaw's back injury will will at least settle that for them in the short term. And May, May started last night against the Giants uh, with probably some mixed results, I would say. But nevertheless, that's a situation where the Dodgers have enough depth that they can grab one of their many talented arms and, and fill in for Clayton Kershaw without losing too much ground. So what happened in the games uh, last night? Uh, we'll start with the Yankees and Nationals. Called uh, on account of rain and... After five innings, the Yankees were winning 4-1. Garrett Cole, making his first start for the Yankees, gave up a home run to Adam Eaton and a walk to his Drupal Cabrera and struck out five in five innings uh, for a shortened, complete game win. Now, that, that's a pretty solid uh, outing. One hit and one walk and one earned run through five innings. So Cole, uh, against the Nationals lineup, although it's a Nationals lineup without Juan Soto, didn't disappoint. For the Yankees, they also, their big boppers, uh, did some damage. Giancarlo Stanton homered, drove in three runs, uh, and Aaron Judge and Stanton were both two for three uh, against Max Scherzer, uh, the starter for the Nationals. Now Scherzer, he allowed four earned runs in five and a third innings, which isn't ideal for him, uh, obviously, but he struck out 11. Uh, and both Brett Gardner and Gary Sanchez of the Yankees uh, struck out in all three of their plate appearances. The game was short, obviously, so there aren't that many notes to take from it. Uh, I think the the positives you you take for the Yankees is that Garrett Cole lived up to expectations, and 
you got to see what a healthy Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge could provide for the Yankees. So uh, good start for the Yankees, not great for the Nationals. And the next game was the Dodgers and Giants, which ended up being a lopsided affair. But Johnny Cueto started for uh, the Giants, and he scattered five hits in a walk, uh, allowing one run in four innings. Not a bad effort. He, he looked pretty good for somebody who missed most of last season. The Dodgers did bust the game open uh, in the seventh inning, scoring five runs, added a couple more in the, in the eighth uh, to finish with an 8-1 victory. Uh, Mike Yastrzemski and Taylor Heineman, uh, Heineman in catching in place of Buster Posey, uh, both had a couple of hits for the Giants. Uh, and with Brandon Belt and Evan Longoria on the injured list, uh, Wilmer Flores played third base and hit second in the lineup, while Pablo Sandoval played first base and hit third. <laughs> now, this tells you something about the Giants lineup when uh, they have Wilmer Flores hitting second and Pablo Sandoval hitting third. That doesn't, doesn't exactly strike fear into the hearts of most pitchers, I don't think. But Dustin May, who started in place of Kershaw, did allow seven hits, uh, but only one run, well, striking out four and four and a third innings. Now, the star of the night uh, was Dodgers second baseman Kike Hernandez, uh, four for five with a home run and five RBIs. Earlier this week, the Dodgers had uh, sent Gavin Lux, uh, their top infield prospect, uh, sent him down to the minors, and it looked like an opportunity for Chris Taylor uh, to get uh, more consistent playing time at second base, but it's also an opportunity for Hernandez. Uh, really, Taylor and Hernandez are, are utility men who can play all over the place, uh, and it looks like you know either one of them will get their, their reps in at second base with Lux in the minors. So uh, Kike Hernandez has the big debut for the season, going four for five, home run and five RBIs, uh, and that was uh, more than enough to, to take care of the San Francisco Giants. Now when we come back, we're going to take a look at what's coming on Friday with a much fuller schedule of Major League Baseball games. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any type of vehicle. I'm mostly incompetent when it comes to doing stuff in my car, so I leave it to my mechanic. But my father-in-law is a do-it-yourself wizard. He's rebuilt a bunch of cars, including a vintage Jaguar and at least one BMW. This is the site for him. Great prices on an incredible variety of parts. Having access to such a vast parts repository has its advantages. Need an ignition starter switch for a Lexus SUV? I did a while back, let me tell you. I was not remotely impressed when it died in the middle of the car wash. But, with the click of a mouse, a handful of options are ready for you on Rock Auto. How about an ignition conversion kit for a 1969 Aston Martin DB6? They've got those too. I mean, you'll find what you need because they have an amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle at reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them, Locked On sent you. So what's coming on Friday's Major League Baseball schedule? Not just a two-game uh, schedule. We've got 14 games uh, listed. The only teams that are sitting out are the Yankees and Nationals. And we'll take a quick look through uh, each game and see whether there might be some value to be had. First game up is late afternoon. We've got uh, Atlanta, Mike Soroka uh, against the New York Mets, Jacob deGrom. It's a great pitching matchup. Uh, not one to go looking for the hitters uh, on either side. Uh, at the same time, I want to keep an eye on Jonas Cespedes, uh, who could be returning to the Mets lineup after missing a bunch of time. And so the, I don't look at anybody in that game as particularly uh, great potential value, say for daily fantasy, uh, but I would want to keep an eye on Cespedes uh, above all others, I think. 
Detroit uh, sends Matt Boyd uh, against Cincinnati uh, for Sonny Gray. And now this is a situation where you may want to stack some some Reds hitters because Boyd is the Tigers' ace, admittedly, but he's an ace who had a 4.56 ERA last season. And, and his strikeout rate is uh, impressive. He added velocity. There's a whole whole story about driveline training for uh, for Matt Boyd. And the real issue is is that uh, the Reds and Tigers appear to be going in different directions. Is that the, uh, the Reds are a team I expect to be very competitive this year, and they're pretty good, uh, whereas the, the Tigers are not, and uh, I expect them to be on the wrong end uh, more often than not this season. Next game, we've got the Blue Jays of no fixed address. Hun Jin Ru uh, taking on Charlie Morton uh, of the Tampa Bay Rays. Again, a very good pitching matchup, not ideal to uh, go looking for, for value for hitters, the value in this game might be the Jays as the underdogs at, at say, plus 130, because I think if Rue's on his game, uh, he could hold uh, an unimpressive Rays lineup in check. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers send Brandon Woodruff uh, against Kyle Hendricks for the Cubs. Woodruff was really good last year, but um, maybe not a, a marquee name. But this is a, a game with a couple of really strong pitchers, so not great matchups uh, for hitters. Uh, in fact, Woodruff at uh, $7,700 on DraftKings probably isn't a bad value. Miami sends uh, Alcantara against Philadelphia Nola. Not a game that I particularly love. I don't mind Miami as an underdog uh, at plus 165 just because that's a, a pretty big number. Uh, and I'm not sure that I, I like Philadelphia that much uh, at that price. Kansas City uh, sends Danny Duffy uh, against Cleveland's Shane Bieber. Now here's a game that looks like a bit of a mismatch. So tr- try and stack your Indians if you can. Duffy isn't bad, uh, but... Uh, he's hardly a prototypical opening day starter. Uh, so the Indians should be able to take advantage of him a little bit, uh, look for some right-handed bats, uh, maybe somebody like Jose Ramirez. And then we come to a classic opening day pitching matchup. Uh, Baltimore Orioles and Tommy Malone uh, against the Boston Red Sox, Nathan Eovaldi. Can you believe it? Opening day starters, which given the, the caliber of these pitchers, the, the Orioles as a plus 180 underdog uh, might have some appeal. Boston's obviously vulnerable. Pitching staff, even at the best of times, isn't great coming into this season. Uh, they've lost starter, ace starter, Eduardo Rodriguez for a while because he had a bit of a setback uh, in his return from the coronavirus. So uh, that's not great. Just in general, uh, I think this is a bit more of a toss-up because of the caliber of pitching. Uh, so Baltimore, uh, even, if, even if they're a bad team, and they probably are, could have a chance. Colorado is in Texas. Uh, German Marquez against, uh, or Herman Marquez uh, against Lance Lynn. Strong pitching matchup. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what uh, the new Texas ballpark has in terms of effects, and it'd be great. Uh, uh, all word seems to be that the uh, it is a more pitcher-friendly park, which should have some negative uh, effect on the Colorado hitters, who are obviously used to playing in a, in a hitter-friendly park uh, in Colorado. Probably the best American League pitching matchup of the day is Minnesota sending Jose Barrios against uh, the White Sox, Lucas Giolito. Neither of those uh, offer up a great value to, to hit against. Uh, so you can decide whether or not you would like Barrios or Giolito uh, as, as your pitcher against what are pretty solid lineups in Minnesota and, and the White Sox. Uh, that might be a game to avoid for, for purposes for fantasy. It's probably a game be a good game to watch because they're two really good teams. Pittsburgh is at St. Louis, uh, saying Joe Musgrove up against uh, Jack Flaherty. Again, Musgrove is is vulnerable. He's not exactly a, a, a standard opening day starter, so I'd, I'd seek out Cardinals hitters. 
as usual, I will seek out Yadier Molina, who's 3,600 on uh, on DraftKings. But you you can spread your interest throughout the Cardinals lineup in that game. That is, that is one of the handful of mismatches on the schedule. Uh, speaking of mismatches, the Seattle Mariners uh, send, send Marco Gonzalez uh, up against the Houston Astros and Justin Verlander. Uh, this is one of the most lopsided matchups, not just uh, tonight, but it might be one of the most uh, lopsided all season. Uh, although I guess, you know, Gonzalez is, is an adequate starter, just not your typical opening day starter. Uh, Verlander is obviously one of the top top few pitchers in baseball. Stack your Astros, uh, grab right-handed hitters uh, to take advantage of the left-hander Gonzalez. Another good pitching matchup with Arizona sending Madison Baumgartner, making his first uh, start for the Diamondbacks uh, in San Diego against Chris Paddock. Uh, I really like uh, the Diamondbacks edition of, of Baumgartner, but at the same time, this is a really tough matchup. Uh, Paddock had a really strong rookie season last year and uh, should be one of the top pitchers in the National League. Uh, if I'm looking at an uh, individual player who might have value in this game, uh, Manny Machado uh, at $4,000 uh, on DraftKings uh, might be one who's uh, a touch underpriced. Uh, San Francisco, uh, trying to bounce back from, from last night's beatdown in L.A., sends Jeff Samarja up against uh, Ross Stripling. Giants are obviously overmatched in this series, but uh, if you're going to have you know, some kind of appeal here. Maybe it's San Francisco as a, as a big underdog at, uh, you can get them at plus 200. And, and honestly, the Giants were even with the Dodgers through six yesterday and, and could have had uh, a little bit better luck uh, before things fell apart in the bullpen. So, uh, and then our last game of the night, we have the Angels uh, sending Andrew Heaney against uh, Oakland's Frankie Montes. I, I like the Angels in, in general this year uh, to be an improved team. Certainly not having Anthony Rendon doesn't help, uh, but I, I might like uh, the Angels uh, as a slight underdog uh, tonight, uh, plus 125. So there's a, a, a full run through the, the schedule. I, I think we will uh, trim things down uh, as the season goes along and, and just pick uh, individual games to, to focus on. But I wanted to kind of run through it one time here and, and see where where we're at as we head into the second day of Major League Baseball. You know, hopefully we will uh, we will be able to get through this without too many bumps like we did on opening day. And anyway, hope you uh, can find some value on the board today and uh, we'll get back to it on Monday. And so have a great weekend and we'll have some results to uh, to break down at that point. Our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. They have a wide selection of tinctures, gummies, topicals, capsules, and sleep aids. They even have pet products. To make it even easier, CBDMD is offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. You can find them at CBDMD.com. That's cbdmd.com and use Locked On MLB at checkout to add some mellow to your life. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, direct it to lockedonfantasybaseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe and stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for fantasy news and analysis.